What's up, everybody, and welcome back this week for some more Loud Thumbs news, and happy Friday, and happy Thanksgiving. If you're catching us, this will be the Friday before the holiday, so everybody have some turkey, enjoy, and we'll see you on the next news episode after. <laughs> so, I am one of your hosts, Nick. Now, your, your other host, Josh, uh, don't go into so much a food coma that you're not still down to play some games. Yeah, gotta, gotta keep the games just a little bit, maybe nap and games. Make sure you balance it accurately, though. Games, yeah. games, little games more. Maybe a chill <laughs> game. You know, Pokemon's releasing soon, so you know that that doesn't have to be like Elden Ring. You know, you very can't true. Stomach Elden Ring. <laughs> we got that much food. Very true. Very true. Yes. Yes. So eat responsibly and game responsibly and <laughs> nap responsibly. Uh, you yes. got to do all those things responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we got lots of numbers to talk about today's episode. We have God of War we're going to talk about, uh, Modern Warfare, some numbers going on there. Eminem's potential of was going to be in a GTA game, movie, something in the uh, the old uh, plethora of GTA. But we're going to start off with God of War because uh, it's, uh, it's the new big bright thing out there. Josh and I have already talked about it. We're still working our way through it. Yes, uh, we just had a little chat about it uh, right before we started recording here. Uh, yeah, some of the some of the woes and some of the yays that we're going through. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. But they're definitely going through some yays, that's for sure. Uh, over in the UK, especially, they do have an article came out here. They mentioned that it is the only game that beat it was FIFA 23, uh, which that's not a that huge surprise. Out. Yeah. yeah, in the European market, FIFA's got to be like yeah. be ginormous. Yeah. But the bigger part about it I thought was pretty cool, I wanted to bring it up, was that uh, it's beat Elden Ring and Modern Warfare 2 in the same time frame scope in sales. Um, I think that's pretty nuts, to be honest with you. I knew it was going to be popular, but I didn't know the extent. So Yeah, I, I expected it to do big things. Like I knew it was going to be up there, but... Elden Ring won most anticipated game of the year two years in a row. So to be <laughs> Elden Ring is kind of kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah. So the the love and uh, the want and need for more God of War is, is alive and very, very well currently. So let's keep that going because we're enjoying it as well. Um, so continuing some more God of War conversation. Game Awards, they are already 10 nominations for this guy Damn. has been announced um you'll have to check the link below we won't go through all of them on the uh, show here but they're obviously game of the year is the big one that it's up for um, no surprise not a major surprise at all and we'll see where it falls on uh, our game of the year well we're going to be doing that in december as well so you guys will have to tune in for that um, we're going to bring the whole month is going to be, it's going to be the game awards month for loud thumbs. So that's going to be pretty yeah. cool. It's that time of year. Yes, yes, indeed. So, um, little bit of news on the Witcher series. So Josh, I've been having a little bit of an issue on whether or not I should play this game. If I should wait until the first one comes out remade and all this, right? Yeah. And I think they already made the decision for me with this announcement. <laughs> because if you already own the Witcher 3 guys, they're giving you the upgrade for free. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that is. I was completely blown away by this. Fully unexpected. I bought the game for, I think, like nine ninety nine with all of it. It has Dude, all of the Witcher content. Yeah. 
I bought it for 15 bucks, so you beat me. But dude, okay. this game goes on sale all the fucking yeah. time. That's so like a PSA. buy it soon. It, this, this game yes. is almost never not on sale. So yes. uh, pick it up for like, hell, if it's even, even like 30 bucks, I think I beat the main story in like 60 hours with a bunch of side quests. And I've heard, I haven't played the DLC. You know, shame on me for being a Witcher fan, not playing those because <laughs> I, I've heard they're better than the story's better in those DLCs than they are in the main game. And they're like 30, 40, 40 hours each for DLC content. Yeah. whole other game so you get like 100 plus hours and if yeah i think like 30 dollars could be full price for this game at this point and how much it's on sale yeah and that upgrade counts for all systems it came out on is coming out december 14th so that means if you own it on pc xbox playstation you're getting it upgraded the only one that wasn't mentioned and i'm pretty sure we all know why is the switch you're, if you own it on switch i it looks I like think, hot garbage on the switch yeah, i mean it plays fine it doesn't look beautiful yeah you can kind of you know pick your battle on that one which one you want to go for but yeah um yeah witcher on the go was pretty cool i owned it on the switch but now i'm super excited to be able to play the upgraded version all the way through because that's going to be my plan now the fact that i i will be finishing god of war soon so we can do our review so you'll tune in for that hopefully and then i'm going to go back and finish my lord of the rings run through for my shadow of war (laughs) Yeah, I hear you And there. I think that's going to give me the time I might need to then jump into Witcher. So I'll have those two under my belt and I can get into Witcher for the winter time and enjoy that. That's my plan anyway, because I was on the fence like, man, I don't know. And then they said this. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> this game's going to be a hell of fun at 60 frames, too. Oh, I can't wait. Cannot wait. It's going to be super exciting. Uh, talking about some more exciting stuff, Modern Warfare 2 um which we actually just gave away a copy of this here not too far back yeah so everybody uh on our patreon had a chance to uh to win a game and uh, we was able to give that away to one of our patreon members so that was pretty cool um i was lucky enough to get my hands on one as well and i'm impressed with this game and i'm only the guy who plays the single player call of duty i'm not the guy on modern warfare Warzone, and and all that you know what i mean yeah um, yeah but I do like me a good solid war story. And I think Call of Duty is, I actually, you know what? Call of Duty is the ones that they do it right. Like they do it, it it's right. It's the place to be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I'm really enjoying my playthrough on this one. So look forward to more of that in the podcast as I continue through the game. But their sales numbers are killing it right now. Um, so Modern Warfare 2 and PS5 topped the US games industry sales this October which is pretty awesome, um, which is good news for the PS5 as well. Which we got to touch on that a little bit, Josh, because we've been throwing a little bit of shade PlayStation's way. <laughs> well, I mean, deservingly so. Deservedly. Like, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But the fact that they're leading in hardware sales means that they're making hardware. And we're actually seeing, uh, like I've seen TikToks and YouTube videos of people finding them in stores finally, man. Whoa. That's yeah. insane. That's unheard of since it's right. released. Unheard of. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. But um, so the data that was published here on Monday was from the NPD group. And they say the Activision shooter is already the second best selling game of 2022, just behind Elden Ring. And the third best selling game of the 12 months previous, um, just behind, obviously, Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, Call of Duty Vanguard. So they're kind of competing with themselves. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's pretty dope uh, that they're I mean, I think this got a big, big hype behind it. 
because it's a remake of a very it classic is. that people uh, love. It's it's been everyone's favorite Call of Duty for like several years now. So yeah. I I'm not surprised this is doing incredibly well. Um, I feel like people. I, that's the only thing I know about Call of Duty really is that <laughs> Modern Warfare Two was like the best game that they ever made. Very much true. I, I actually like the first one a little bit better because two was. I'll be honest, two hit the stride for everyone but me probably because <laughs> I like I fell in love with the game and I was good at it and then they changed it to you know adapt all of these new players that were younger than me and you know getting into gaming and sure. I get it like I I mean I'm not the future of gaming but the people who were 10 years younger than me at the time definitely were and now that now they're the ones you see all over YouTube right so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's okay we're gonna stand strong right next to him right josh so <laughs> hey we'll do our damnedest <laughs> that's right but yeah it's pretty exciting news either way uh that they're you know still pumping out you know consoles uh for playstation and that you know modern warfare is still killing it uh it's like ps ps3 and ps2 like regenerating again you know history repeating itself yeah yeah but uh, i think it's pretty cool and um I, I really like to see that PlayStations are hitting the stores because we've talked uh, till we're blue in the face about how hard it is to get a PS5. Uh, and now we'll be able yeah. to have more of those fans out there to uh, you know share experiences with uh, on the show and and just on gaming in general. So that's pretty dope. Hell yeah! Uh, Going to talk about Eminem, uh, not the candy guys, the <laughs> rapper. <laughs> Still <laughs> a weird one for loud thumbs to bring up. <laughs> it, it is a little weird, uh, but this has Grand Theft Auto built into it. Yep, and yep. Um, I'm the Grand Theft Auto guy. I gotta love it. But this this guy Eminem, he got shot down for an, a GTA movie that he had pitched, and he actually pitched it with the Top Gun director Tony Scott. But uh, yeah, Rockstar was like, "Yeah, no, like not happening. Nope, we're good. We're good." Um, that probably means one's not going to happen. I'll be honest. If anyone's going to be a good fit for that kind of genre in that series, he might be it. It could be, yeah. I mean, they could they could definitely do something like they did with uh, GTA Five, where they have three protagonists, and Eminem could have been. Oh one yeah, of them, and could, there could have been, been you know, something been. else happening. Yeah. Uh, my pitch for a GTA movie is just make a Fast and the Furious movie, and you're good. We, we already had like eight of them, <laughs> ten of them, I think. Right? You're not wrong. <laughs> it, it was. It hasn't been about racing for like twelve movies or how right, many right. they made now. I, yeah. I, I think after the second one, it was like once you hit Tokyo Drift, I think uh, I think things changed, you know? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I mean, a little bit. They did race in Tokyo Drift, though. But... They did. Right. Like I, after. Uh, yeah. OK, go. I see what you're saying. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we've already had seven GTA movies, guys, and they have heists <laughs> and everything in them and, you know, crazy yeah. over the top stuff. So we've, we've already had those. We don't need them to put GTA on it. Let's, let's let GTA and rockstar focus on video games, which they're really good at. <laughs> so they can finally get six out. Yes, please, please. And thank you. Uh, we're going to move into some PC and some steam chat here. So I found this information really, really interesting. So windows is huge in the PC market. Huge. Yeah. No one's gaming on a Mac. Absolutely. I don't game on my <laughs> Mac at all. So Valve announced that Windows 11 share in Steam went down 23%. 23%. That's insane. So 
what this article is leaning toward is that the Steam Deck being a heavy Linux-based operating system. Oh, brought has, that back. <laughs> has brought down the Windows effect. I'm oh, like, that's, that's interesting. Cool. People are yeah. like, oh, yeah, you can do anything you want with these? What the hell? Dude, Linux has been around for forever, too. It is not a new operating system. Like, no, not by any not, chance. No, not by <laughs> a long shot. It's not been a popular one, but you know what? That's that's an interesting thing. I mean, I believe it because the Steam Deck has been has proven to be like infinitely customizable. And people are like, well, goddamn, this is easy to use. Yeah. And it is. That's the crazy thing. Like, I mean, I haven't been in a PC gaming, you know, fiddling around market or age bracket in two decades. And I picked up the Steam Deck and played with Linux and got everything to work the way I wanted it to. So I didn't really have to struggle at doing any of that. It just works really great. And it has yeah. an awesome community behind it, which is the probably the best part is it's That's so fantastic. community driven, you know? Like they all put out all of the uh, operating systems and the protons and everything that help some of these Windows games run on Linux instead of you having to do a bunch of mess to make them work. It's all built with the community in mind, which is great. So yeah. Linux went up. Um, so it didn't go up 23%, but there is a bunch of numbers if you guys want to check it out in the link below in the article. But yeah, Windows got hit the hardest drop, and then Linux saw a plus, and it's been quite some time since they've seen that number go up, and we know why. So, I think so. It all adds up for sure. All right, so we're going to talk about some Game of the Year, Game Awards nominees. Uh, I want to chat about that a little bit because they they did announce um, all of the winners, and we talked about it in God Award, not winners, but nominees. Um, yeah. God of War being in there. So the game of the year uh, nominees are A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Wow. So, I didn't realize Xenoblade was keeping up. Yeah, that one was a big one that, that took series, a lot of people by surprise. A lot really? of people thought nice. that um, Tunic would be in there instead of Xenoblade. Oh, I don't see Tunic being in there. I didn't. Maybe, maybe that was Tunic my experience. Uh, yeah, I mean yeah. it was good, but I don't think it was that good. Right, right, exactly. Um, so, Josh, for you, out of those six, you have to pick a game of the year. You you've played all of these except three, right? Well, you haven't beat uh, you haven't beat God of God of War. I haven't beat God of War. You've played but... all of these but two to my yes. Opinion. So you have me beat because I've only played three of these games. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, as far as one, I love Horizon Forbidden West. I don't see it winning. I don't either. Um, I agree with you on there. Yeah. Beautiful game, incredible environment, creature design better than any other game. That's that's my personal opinion on that one. Anyway, I sure. love the creature design in Horizon. Um, incredible, expansive, interactive world. Something, something. I think God of War, Elden Ring is going to take it. Yeah. What, what do you uh, think? I mean, you got you got your teeth in God of War right now, but you've you've kind of chewed on Elden Ring for a little while. You know, you've <laughs> for digested a couple hundred it, hours. right? Yeah, yeah you've, you've digested yeah. that one. <laughs> oh man, um, so interesting. That's a that's crazy. Uh, it's not quite an apples and oranges comparison. It's like an oranges and tangerines. I mean, still yeah. different enough, right? Right. Ah, um, uh, God. 
Elden Ring was so much fun, but so far, God of, uh, God of War's story has just okay gotten me at every... There hasn't been an ounce of bad writing in that game. So far. So far. I haven't beat it yet. 17 and a half-ish hours in. Right. Um, I haven't been unhappy with any word, and that voice acting has been the best voice acting I've ever heard. In yeah, that game. It's, it's, it's stellar. Yeah, it's just... I loved, loved, loved Elden Ring. The story has got me wrapped. Absolutely wrapped in God of War, though. Okay. All right. You heard it here. We'll see. We'll see. See if Josh is right. Coming up uh, by the end of the year, we'll find out. So. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> uh, gosh, that's maybe that's perfect. I don't know. Elden Ring was a phenomenon. It still kind of is. So, yeah. I mean, it's got an awful strong chance. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, if anything, I think those two are the two everybody's going to go. Okay. Which one? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think everybody saw that coming when they announced that God of War is going to at least be in, you know, released before December, which is kind of the cutoff um, for, <laughs> for awards anymore. Cause you forget about all the ones after December, even though they're still in yeah, the year. Right. 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 Yeah. So tune in to see that. Uh, I'm sure we'll all be watching that together. Uh, that'll be fun to talk about, but uh, you know, speaking of horizon, we're going to, we're going to skip a couple news stories and we'll come right back to them, but great segue. We're going to talk about this MMO, Josh. I, I want your opinion on this, okay? <laughs> oh, man. It's either going to be really cool or so bad. I don't think <laughs> it being any gray area. I think it's going to be like, we try Horizon the World, and it just flops so hard. Yeah. Or it, they're going to nail the feel. The same kind of feel without the um, main character protagonist thing, like carrying the game with it, you know, because Horizon Forbidden West had a fantastic story. Um, and the world, I think, has potential. I think it's a really cool idea. I'm a little scared it's going to be really bad. Right. Because, you know, what it makes me think is we're going to either see... A, you can see a bunch of different things. But in my head, if they're going to make an MMO, I feel like um, slight spoilers. So just for anybody listening who has not beat Forbidden West, I, I think there might be a potential of space aspects as well. Um, that's it mm. for the slight spoilers, just because of what we saw in, sure. in the other game. Sure, sure, but sure, sure, sure. What I would prefer would be something, just call it like Horizon Earth, and you can literally go anywhere in the Earth and like see how it's been affected oh, or change outside it of or... the southwestern United States. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. let me go to let me go to Horizon Asia. You know, let me go to Horizon Europe. Yeah, you know, yeah. That and, kind of thing. And for Red West, they did all, not just suggesting a lot of confirmation that there is other societies, other places. Yep. Um, I think, gosh, I think you get all the way up to like California or something crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of different tribes and they can make different classes from each tribe. You could be a Nori, you could be an Osram, you can be Karja, you can be um, the, the new group of people who came over to explore. Um, gosh, you could do so much with even just the different like tribes and factions there and then maybe introduce one specific for the M one or two specific for the MMO. Um, yeah. Oh, the piece was like the Banuk too, where you could be like the a Banuk, pet build, yeah. and you can you know yeah. focus on controlling, you know, have your own creature to ride. And oh, I can't remember the tribe's name. It's the biggest thing in Forbidden West. The Aztec themed tribes that are all splitting their own factions too. Um, right? Yeah, I, I know which one you're talking about, and I'm spacing the name also. I know. I feel so bad because it's <laughs> the biggest part of the game. Um, <laughs> I, there's a lot of potential. There's a lot of lore and story, and they could put new bunkers in places for like new uh, dungeon crawls and stuff like that. 
Um, yeah, I mean, just they could do infinitely different like class things. The officer are always covered in plate mail and stuff. They could be the big beefy tank boys. Um, and then, you know, the cars are always wearing, I mean, they're on the desert, so they have light clothing, so they could be light, agile, and uh, yeah. of course, ranged weaponry is their big thing. Um, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of classic MMORPG things that they could do pretty easily. They just got to configure it right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Utaru is the only one I think you didn't say, right? Karja, so. Osram, Utaru, Tanakh. The Tanakh. That's what I'm talking. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, okay. The Utaru might be the newer people. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think exactly what you said it's either hell yes this is awesome or what the hell are you doing like you know i don't think there's a middle ground for making an mmo of this game it's like kill it or just don't make it like it, it, people are going to be like in love with it or they're going to hate it you know like uh -huh. that kind of thing so yeah i think they take a real destiny approach to how they do some stuff i think that would be cool i think horizon could you know not just emulate it but kind of in the style they do it um i think they can nail some stuff but we'll yeah. see right now it's just like a rumor i think and but yeah i don't know we'll see if it comes to pass we shall yes we shall uh and speaking of some more stuff uh coming to pass we have some diablo 4 news Josh, yeah you got some uh, branching paths i've seen here <laughs> yeah so let's be real we don't play diablo for the story it's got plenty of good lore background stuff the like, loot you're there to <laughs> you know blow shit up 10 creatures at a time 20 creatures at a time uh and get that sweet sweet loot just like oh, nick yeah. said oh, yeah. uh but this one is at, not as linear like diablo's always had a progression like you go to this area and then you go to the next area and then you go to the next and then you beat the game in this area um, this one seems to think seems to suggest that you can kind of go anywhere. Like you still have a fairly linear storyline, but it's not so restrictive. They're actually actually like evolving the story with the times. I think they've seen the massive, massive success of story driven games in the past decade since they've released another Diablo. Um, and I'm really hoping it's good. I've never really been into Diablo for the story. I mean, the story's never been bad but they've never mm. leaned on it so hard that it it would really make a difference if I played more or not. Right. Um, so in the gameplay, it looks great. It looks like classic Diablo with some cool new twists and smoother frame rates and cool mechanics and stuff. But and uh, another reason to play the game would be pretty great. Oh, for sure. I mean, it sounds cool. Uh, I mean, just the, the quick part that it reads through here it says the story is still linear, but it seems that players are now allowed to choose which act or region to undertake after conducting the game's prologue. So you can kind of just mix and mash whichever way you do it. I think, yeah. I think it'd be cool if that somehow affected the story in a way where if you met someone first, your interaction with the next person would be different based on who you met first. And therefore it just oh, kind of yeah. goes down the line. That'd be, That'd be cool. Neat. That would be neat. I would, I would definitely enjoy that. Yeah. For Give sure. you some more of that replay uh, you know, value that you're already going to do because you're going to want to just keep looting it up and doing it again with a different class. But you'll also get yeah. different dialogue built in there, too, which would be kind of cool. Right. Right. And this tells me that enemies are going to scale with your level. So you don't you're not going to hit one area and just die yeah. until you make it through. And you're also not going to like just smash through the third area. And for you. Um, right. Right. Which is great. I like that constant challenge. They're not designing it around your level they're designing it around a difficulty for you 
Yeah, absolutely. And kind of making it in, in a way, just a smaller form, but an open world in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah, more open. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Meaning in my head, like I'm thinking like, well, you're not going to be able to have a conversation with a buddy of yours. Be like, well, so I went to the you know first region and blah, 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 blah. You're like, wait a minute. What, oh, what, no. what, what region did you start in? You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's how, that's yeah. what we all do when we play open world. We're like, wait a minute. So did you go here or are you here now? Like, uh, oh, well, I went south. Oh, I went north. Well, we can't talk. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Exactly. Conversation <laughs> over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. So we got some Nintendo news here. Nintendo standing up for the employees. Uh, here's another article you found, Josh. Yeah. So <laughs> it sounds like Nintendo's really putting their foot down uh, against uh, shitty customers. <laughs> Just to yeah. put a point, like uh, they will no longer service you or really sell the thing to you if you like treat their people poorly. You know, intimidation of threats, insulting, uh, demanding uh, like apologies for no reason that uh, that's out of the control of their employees and stuff. And so I'm, I'm reading this and just like, well, hell yeah, Nintendo in a world yeah. where it's easy for corporations to treat their employees like numbers um, and frequently do. It's nice that they're like, you know, what? We're, we're make, we make enough money. We sell these. We sell enough things that. Screw you. Go buy go buy PlayStation. We don't care. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, don't treat our people like shit. Exactly. Um, it's a sad which fact is a big deal. It... Yeah, I mean, that's how you keep employees in a market as competitive as the world is in now. You got to work to keep people. And this is oh, a, yeah. definitely a good step in the right direction for them to keep their yep. good people. And I mean, the sad fact about it is that, you know, it's got this far. Like this means this has happened so much that Nintendo's had enough complaints where they're like, listen, you know what? We side with our employees. All you guys out there, either going to follow the rules and be courteous and we will help you or we won't simple, you know? So yeah. it's just too bad. It always gets to some point like that, but it's fantastic to see a, a giant company like Nintendo to, to really stand up for, you know, em employees uh, in general. That's, that's just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not often people really quit jobs. They quit. They quit the leadership in that jobs, and yep, it's pretty strong. Pretty strong message message from Nintendo's leadership. That's for sure. Hell yeah, hell yes, love love it, love it, love it. Spread it around, everybody, and good shit. That is the way we do it. Hell yeah. Um. All right. So the last little piece of news we're going to talk about is Xbox a Game Pass has been talking about a streaming box or a streaming device that. Uh, Essentially, you just plug into your television and you oh, play Game okay. Pass on it, right? Yeah. Well, it is uh, not happening, guys. Um, <laughs> Exciting they... news. Psych. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's the, the problem was the pricing. So I have to stand behind their choice. The, they wanted the price for this device to be $100 or under. So they were shooting for like a $99 uh, price tag, right? Yeah. 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 Totally makes sense. But the price was always falling in line, like right around the price of a Series uh, S. Uh, oh, so then it makes no sense. Makes yeah. no sense at all. So uh, they do state that here uh, in all the information. They do, however, okay, there's a little caveat to this. I'm going to read this here. So it says, uh, fans thought that the company was teasing its release when it mysteriously appeared. Okay. So this box appeared on a shelf behind, um, Microsoft, uh, Phil Spencer. Okay. In a, in a video. So oh, everybody sure. thought, Oh yeah, here we go. 
But instead, we got an app exclusive to some Samsung smart TVs. So you can hmm. play on specific smart TVs that are powerful enough. You can play Game Pass. You just have to download the app, which I think is a really cool thing to is cool. like build into a TV. You're getting an Xbox with it and maybe see it grow into other, you know, manufacturers in the future or something along those lines. Like we always saw that, you know, eventually Netflix was built in and, you know, all these other, yeah, yeah. you know, streaming much easier to stream type of devices uh, and, you know, data. But it says, uh, but Xbox, the manufacturers finally explained why they said they could not get the price under to under a hundred dollars. Um, when we've got the series S at two ninety nine, and like the, and this is a quote, and like during the holidays, you'll see some price promotions. I think in order for streaming only box to make sense, the price Delta to the S has to be significant. So yeah, they were shooting for 99 to 129 at max and couldn't hit it. So they, it looks like they're going yeah. software only, which we know yeah. how Microsoft is with software, man. We've already praised their software a lot. You know, their, <laughs> yeah. app, their yeah. app on the phone is great. Their editing software that you can edit, you know, you can, I can edit footage right off of my phone and pull it, uh -huh. pull it right on the internet. It's yeah. all done really well. Fantastic. Sony Sony's doing okay, but um, this is this is a way to go. I think this is a really good, um, you know, just middle ground to yeah. find. I think they'll come, they're going to keep this in their back pocket in case another like a Stadia gets brought back from the dead. Right? <laughs> right. They're like, hmm. <laughs> We need some competition <laughs> or something, you know. Right. Um, and see if oh, they see if there's a market for it, they might, you know, sacrifice again to get more Game Pass subscribers to then net a profit out of a loss, uh, yeah. out of an initial loss, I should say. Yeah, exactly. So I was a little bit bummed, but then um, I, I'll tell you the first thing I did. I do have a Samsung TV, so the first thing I did was see if it was compatible with mine. Unfortunately, not. But that's okay. Oh, yeah. That's okay. I have a, an Xbox hooked to it, so I'm okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it still would have been really cool if I didn't. Uh, but uh, I, I just, I thought it was smart to roll it into another option instead of just completely killing it off and giving us something that you can do with yeah. a device you may already own and gain those subscribers even more and grow Game Pass even bigger than it already is. So. Yeah. So yeah, bad news, good news, right in the middle. Like, there we go. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, that is it for this week of Loud Thumbs News. Uh, we will be back again next Friday. So tune in for that. Uh, thank you for everybody out there joining us on YouTube and all your all the listeners out there as well. We really appreciate you guys tuning in and saying hey Absolutely. to us. And we will be back in a week. So until then, game on. Volume up. And stay loud. Email, follow, watch, and listen to all of our content by visiting loudthumbs.com and join the loud crowd. To help us grow the show, you can leave an Apple podcast review or give us a Spotify star rating. It really helps us stand out. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers, Caleb Lynch, Brian Coger, Lisa Westerberg, Zach Mezra, Holden Moffitt, SirsFurniture.com.